This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Kent Online podcast for Christmas Eve. Thanks for downloading today's episode. I'm Lucy Hickmott and it's Friday the 24th of December. First today, after more than 100 years of trading in Maidstone Town Centre, it's the last Christmas for M&S before it permanently closes. The department store is joining brands like DW Sports and Dorothy Perkins, which have all left the high street since the first Covid lockdown last year. Shoppers say it's a huge blow to the town. Our reporter Katie's been chatting to Christian Van Haften, who runs a fruit and veg store opposite the store. Devastating news, to be honest with you, for the town centre and uh, all the other shops around, I think, are going to feel the loss of a big unit like that going. And uh, does it surprise you? Has it surprised you, this news? It has, really, yeah, because I thought they were doing reasonably well. Uh, Marks as a whole company have made a big profit last year and I thought they may extend that uh, to a larger food hall and maybe a larger cafe area, which would have been good for the town, another place to buy your week shopping or whatever. And... um, yeah, it's very hard now for the town, and all businesses at the moment are struggling, so to lose another big unit out of town when there's already lots of empty units is uh, very bad news for High Street, and High Street shopping is struggling anyway. Do you think less people will come into town because of the, the lack of uh, an M&S? Uh, well, I think it could definitely have some sort of effect, especially obviously we've got the M&S at the Eclipse Park, and um, I think it could bring less people in. Obviously Marks and Spencer's there has a car park at the back that a lot of people used to park in there, go and get bits and bobs of food, come across, see me, do other bits of shopping, that could just all stop because of their going on. Not that I think that they're the major, the whole reason that people will come into town, but it's another empty unit and there's less people to, less shopping to do in town and obviously the online's already taking off deliveries and things so it's it's not good for the town centre, I don't think. It closes on the 8th of January. A former X Factor contestant from Kent is back behind bars after harassing her therapist again. Sharon Stewart admitted breaching a restraining order designed to protect her counsellor following a three-year stalking campaign which saw her locked up in 2018. The 49-year-old mum from Warmer was released in July but soon after started sending threats via email and a gift card. She's been sentenced to 16 months in prison and handed an indefinite restraining order. A man in his 20s has been taken to a London hospital after being stabbed in Folkestone. He was treated by ambulance crews on Dover Road yesterday evening before being taken to the capital. Detectives are investigating the serious assault and are urging any witnesses to come forward. Covid vaccination centres in Kent are going to remain open on Christmas Day and Boxing Day so more people can get their booster jabs. The Prime Minister's used his annual festive message to encourage us to get it, describing it as a wonderful gift. But NHS bosses are concerned as early analysis suggests protection given by a third dose against the Omicron variant starts to fade after around 10 weeks. It comes as latest figures show the number of people in hospital with coronavirus in Kent 
has gone up by a fifth in the space of a week. 225 patients were being treated on Tuesday, compared to 189 the previous week. Cases have also risen by 52%, with nearly 18,500 people testing positive in the county in the seven days to last Saturday. The Archbishop of Canterbury has praised NHS staff and volunteers as he reminds us to be kind to each other this Christmas. Some families will once again be spending the big day apart because of coronavirus, but there are no new restrictions in place, meaning most of us can mix freely and church services will be going ahead. Justin Welby's been giving us a special festive message. The heart of the Christmas message is reality and hope. And we reach that hope through community and support for one another. And each time we do that, we light something in the darkness. It may just be a very small nightlight, or it could be a great big lighthouse. Doesn't matter. The darkness will not overcome it. So be real about the world. Don't kid ourselves. Don't dodge things like vaccinations because, you know, well, I'll be all right. It doesn't work that way but be full of hope. Isn't it stunning? I'm just so aware of the vast number of volunteers. We've got all the NHS staff who are working all the hours that there are and with huge sacrifice, which after nearly two years, that's massive. And after that, the number across the country, there were three 0.7 million new volunteers this year. It really lifts one's hopes and shows what we can do and be in this part of the world. The services are going ahead. We've got some family coming, immediate family who we haven't seen for a very, very long time. It'll just be the normal bedlam and, you know, sort of riots and chaos of everything from grandchildren to my mother for one two, three, four generations. With just a day to go until Christmas, we've been told food banks have been busier than ever. Referrals to the Salvation Army in Faversham have increased by more than a third compared to last year. Beth Munn is Chair of Trustees and says it can be a particularly difficult time for families and volunteers. So one of the things that we're really passionate about is that um, making sure that they get that extra Christmas touch. So Um, Every Christmas we work with all of our referral agencies and we get a selection of individuals who they refer to us as um, those clients that may be in need of extra support at Christmas. And we provide them with um, a basic Christmas um, form of a meal. Um, So they'll get that as well as um, some lovely treats. Cadbury's are really incredible actually. They donate a huge amount of selection boxes to us. So families can get that which is fantastic and crisps and treats. And then um, we work with the Salvation Army, who I work for. Um, so a little bit of um, cross there um, in providing them support for gifts. So we worked with Tesco's this year and did a toy appeal. Um, so Salvation Army Fashion Food Bank worked with Tesco's. And we were able to provide uh, toys for every single fam- member of each family that were referred to us. So everyone is getting a gift as well as a nice family gift um, and support. So there'll be things in there for all of the family and it's a really lovely special touch that we're able to do this Christmas and we can only do that because of donations given and we can only do that because of the generosity Um, and our volunteers who work really hard who work extra hours because that requires extra work on their Saturdays and Friday nights and even some um, Sundays where we package them together and they go out specially Um, but these are um, extra gifts and toys for them or their extra treats and food Um, 
that comes with that. And um, we're looking to continue to expand that next year and working out how we can support clients even more and creating like a, a traditional Christmas meal. Um, pandemic makes it a little bit harder to do that. But um, yeah, we, we always try to ensure that families get um, exactly what um, they want and need. So we're very thankful to referral agencies who give us the clients that um, are able to give to those people. The Kent Online Podcast with Ballin Maidstone. Some Kent court cases are having to be held in London because of a growing backlog. It's because of a shortage of legal advisers and jury trials being suspended due to COVID outbreaks. Matthew Scott is Kent's police and crime commissioner. Well, some of the backlogs in the court were starting to grow before the pandemic because uh, Kent police were arresting more criminals and putting more cases to court. The increase in police numbers led to an increase in police activity, which led to more cases going to court. Um, so there is a uh, there is a, a pre-pandemic element to this, but not as significant as the impacts that the pandemic has had. Um, and in fact, the backlog here in Kent is, particularly with the Crown Court, worse than anywhere else in the whole country. We have a court estate which is not suited to social distancing. So at times, many courtrooms were not able to open. We had a shortage of legal advisors in the courtrooms, which again has been a long-standing issue but one which um, has significant ramifications given they can take um, several years to be, um, to be trained and fully independent. Uh, and we did have um, a couple of jury trials impacted by outbreaks of, of COVID. So Kent has been worse, um, worse affected than, than many other places. And that's not even including the fact that about 10% of our trials are heard in London. So we've got a significant issue here with the, with the Crown Court uh, backlog. So I've been working with local MPs, particularly Laura Trott in Sevenoaks, who has helped us secure funding for the Nightingale Court, which is helping take some of the pressure off the Crown Court. But it's helped us basically uh, the number of cases has plateaued, the backlog has plateaued. So we're not adding to it, but we're not making any progress against it really either. So we need the Nightingale Court to continue after March. Otherwise, we're going to experience a growth in the backlog again. Uh, and I fear a catastrophic loss of confidence of victims if the backlog means that we're seeing cases listed in 2023. The Chancellor Rishi Sunak recently announced an extra £1 billion to improve waiting times and reduce court backlogs. Two men have been arrested on suspicion of trying to steal cabling from an industrial site in Faversham. Police were called when an alarm went off on Water Lane in the early hours of yesterday and stopped a van that was being driven away from the scene. Officers found heavy-duty tools and hydraulic cutting equipment. A 27- and 46-year-old are in custody. Firefighters have been called to tackle an out-of-control bonfire in Medway. The blaze spread to the side of a building and a large rubbish pile at a property on Vicarage Road in Gillingham at about six this morning. Crews managed to stop the flames reaching the rest of the building and are reminding everyone to be extra careful. New images show how Ashford's historic flour mill could look if plans are approved to convert it into flats. The 120-year-old building at the bottom of East Hill could be turned into 53 apartments. The ground floor would also include a residence lounge, working space, a cafe and a gym. 
Now we've been taking a look at some of the Christmas specials that have been filmed in Kent. Two of the primetime evening slots on Christmas Day have been shot in our county. Call the Midwife features scenes at the historic dockyards in Chatham, while the Larkins on ITV was filmed in North Kent. Gabrielle Lindemann from the Kent Film Office has been telling us why the county is so popular for film and TV crews. I think uh, most uh, film companies and film producers, there's various reasons why they choose Kent. First of all, I think we have a a great proximity to London. So um, when people who are filming in and around London and the London big studios, they need certain countryside or coastal locations, they tend to look to the home counties. Um, the other thing is we have a huge variety of locations in Kent. So as a county, we're incredibly diverse. You know, we've got 350 miles of very diverse coastlines from cliffs to sand to mudflats to estuary, coast and marshland and salt marshes and all sorts of um Uh, coastal features but we've also got still quaint villages we've got some modern towns so I think it is not every county has that kind of variety um, that Kent has. And an elf on the shelf has been found up a chimney in Gillingham. A chimney sweep managed to clear the blockage on Barnsole Road. You can see a picture on the Medway page of our website. That's all for today's podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And you can also subscribe to the ad-free premium version of the Kent Online website. Just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches.